0: Hello and thank you for listening to this audio podcast. I am Buttress, the host of Phenomenology Club, which is an interactive online community of artists and thinkers centered around this content that I create and curate online for us to talk about, which is why both our tagline for Phenomenology Club and the subtitle for this discussion series is talk about it most of these uploads are originally streamed live on our youtube page if you're interested in interacting with those as they happen live please go subscribe and turn on the notifications at youtube.com phenomenology club and in general to learn more about our club what we do and how you can become a member for only one dollar a month please visit our website at www.phenomenology.club thank you for listening STAY TRIPPY. 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 Hello all, and welcome back to Talk About It, the official podcast series of Phenomenology Club. I'm here exactly five days after my last upload, because in that last upload, or the upload previous, I forget which, I said that I think I would like to upload at least every five to seven days. And consistency is key right look at that little mantra that little self-help mantra slap it on a fucking coffee mug consistency is key habit forming getting into routines daily routines for the betterment of self these are all of the things these little mantras these little sayings we collect Slap on coffee mugs, put it on a fucking t-shirt, write it on a little notepad, put it on the fucking wall, look at it every fucking day, and help your fucking self. Hania Han says, Bethany, no, it's 4 a.m. for me, bitch. Time stops for no man, or woman, or whatever the fuck you are, so I don't give a fuck. (laughs) 4 a.m., that means you're where? Let me think, let me think. Let me guess. Let me guess. You're in Europe. <laughs> I guess. You have to be, right? I don't fucking know. Time zones. What a mess. What a fucking mess. We'll talk about that one day. But for now, we're still stuck on topics that have to do with socio political realities, which kind of disturbs me. Distresses me, rather. You know, the past few months. I mean, what can you do about it? The past few months. There's just so much going on in the realm of politics. Where in Europe are you, tell me? In the realm of politics, in the realm of socio-politics, all of these things, how else can we talk about anything else? And would you wanna to listen to anything else? I mean, yeah, randomly, maybe, I don't know. I've been watching like philosophy documentaries and stuff, shit like this, but whatever. I'm I'm talking about what I'm talking about. Stop, stop, just let me do it, <laughs> okay? Soon we'll be on to brighter, better days. Anyway, self care. Let's talk about it. Self care and wellness. I've always been like really averse to rose petal bathtub Twitter. Ooh, Germany. Um. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say something. Ich in ein Deutschkurs. Ich heiße Bethany. Und. Ich liebe dich. <laughs> ich liebe dich. Mein Grammatik. Saugen? Fuck. I suck. Ich saugen. Or is that I say? Fuck. I don't give a fuck. It's 4.30 a.m. there too? Where are you? Are you in Europe too? What's up with all these Europeans? What's up, Europe? How's it going over in Europe? Hopefully better than it's going on in the States. Because like I was just saying, <laughs> shit is real out here. I'm sure you're all laughing at us. I think the last I checked, we represent 25% of all uh, COVID-19 cases in the world, even though we are 4% of the Earth's population. What the fuck are we doing? I am just so glad. Oh, that was good. Thank you. I forget how to say thank you in German. I'm drawing a blank. Tell me. It's something really obvious. I know I know it. Um, but you know, I'm sure you're all laughing at us. <laughs> you love this energy. Thank you, Zeal. Not to air you out, but Zeal's in Singapore. We got inter- we got listeners on every fucking continent. Doesn't that slap? Doesn't that rule? Singapore's doing good, I think, as it relates to COVID, right? Can you tell us? Let us know. Anyway. God damn it. Stop talking to me. Stop tempting me with stop seducing me, you chat people, you chatty bunch. Anyway, what was I saying? coronavirus surging surging out of control everywhere it's insane not everywhere everywhere in this state Donka, that's right (laughs) Donka. a surging out of control everywhere in the United States I'm so glad that I am in New York State also known as New Jersey State where we are actually doing better than the rest of the country thank Jeebus because you know when it all first started new york was hit the hardest i was terrified of being here but i'm so glad to be a part of this state community even though i don't think i'm technically i don't know what member i'm a what state i'm technically a member of right now i've lived in many states and like signed up for my license or registered to vote and forgot that I had to switch my paperwork when I moved I probably still get mailed in my Chicago address I don't know where I legally live but I technically right now live in New York also known as New Jersey and we're doing good so good for us and we're also uh, quarantining from other states I believe there's 31 states now 31 states uh, on our quarantine list so, and we've we created this kind of a coalition, last I saw, New York State, New Jersey, and Connecticut where we're kind of working together, you know, which is great. And this is this is one of the things, things like interstate coalitions, this is one of the things you would think the federal government would be interested in helping organize because this has been greatly helpful in the tri-state area, as far as I understand. What we're doing is things like rotating out ICU uh, beds, ventilators, shit like this. You know, if one state represents a higher need, Jersey will loan a, bench, a bunch of ventilators and beds or whatever to the ICUs in New York. And vice versa, Connecticut We're all working together Cooperating uh, in our interstate coalition In a way that you would have hoped The federal government would have started To to try to initiate Some of these kinds of interstate relationships By now, but alas None can be found I I saw the other day that Trump Put a mask on and said that wearing a mask Is patriotic now (laughs) Thanks, thanks You're doing great, everyone's doing great (laughs) (laughs) the shit is out of control. And... It's hard to focus on many things, even when you can focus on them momentarily. It's hard to stay focused, I would say. At least I'm speaking from my personal experience. I don't know how you guys feel, but it's hard to stay incredibly focused on whatever task is at hand when you know all of this other shit is going on around you. And the moratorium on evictions is ending soon here. I'm starting to worry about if I'm going to be evicted, where will I go? How am I going to get money? Like what can I do? I need to like get some sort of a job but everyone's getting uh there's no jobs around every business is shutting down like it's it's getting really scary out here and we're all really a lot of us are feeling very scared and when we all feel scared I feel like we come together and talk about things like try to soothe each other like it's okay it's gonna be okay take care of yourself take care of your mental health Take a bath, lay down, get a massage, read a book, pet your fucking cat, all this stuff. And all of these things I think are wonderful and good for you. But like, I've been thinking recently, like, where is self-criticality? Where is self-hatred? This, these things have always helped me personally, you know, like, maybe it's just as important to also be like, bitch, bitch. You are going to fucking die if you don't get your shit together. You can sit around and take a fucking rose petal bath all fucking day long. Go read this book. Go massage yourself. Go do yoga. Go do whatever. But like, what is this narrative of like, I need to at all times be focused on my my mental sanity and my uh, physical betterment and this and that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm starting to think about these narratives of self-care and self-help and self-wellness and self-love. And they're starting to, like, piss me off. I sound like a bitter-ass bitch right now, but maybe I am, you know? Like, this is what got me starting, starting to think this way, you know? I'm ever the feminist, as you all know by now. And, you know, I consume a lot of media that talks about, like, the, the rates of femicide in the States, how it's rising, domestic abuse is on the rise right now. There's all of these threats, I feel like, these not, not real threats, but threats I'm aware of. they are real, I don't know why I just said that, threats I'm aware of. In my immediate experience from all directions, you know, because I'm a woman and I'm short. I'm only five foot two. For those of you who don't know, a lot of people seem to think I'm tall. I'm actually incredibly short. I give off tall energy because in my music videos, I like to uh, put the camera low because it makes me feel big, like a, like a ghost or a giant, like a giant ghost, you know. But I've been. Th- I was. I was sitting down the other day and looking at murder statistics, and what I saw was like. Don't quote me on this. But what I saw, I believe, was that it was like 4,000 people were murdered. Yes, I'm sure. Don't make fun of me. Fuck you. What I saw, I think, was 2018. Let me just look it up while I'm here because I don't want to misquote. How many homicide victims? 2019. United States. Let's see. I have the FBI website right here, right here. Okay, that's pretty high. Uh, in 2018, the estimated number of murders in the nation was 16,214. That sounds like a lot, right? But how many people live in the United States? How many people live in the United States? Something like 330 million or something. Uh, let's look this up. Let's look this up. 328 million, I was close. Okay, so 16,214 is what percent of 328 million? Let's look it up, let's look it up. Hmm. <laughs> Hold on, I have to go to a percentage count calculator. Stay with me, I, I know you all see where I'm going, but let's just do this because it will it will make us all feel good and look at ourselves critically. Oh, I I fucking hate putting in zeros. Okay, what did I say? 16,214. This is from 2018, but close enough. Is what percent of 328 million? Oh, it doesn't even let me go that high. Shit. There we go. 0.0049%. 0.005% if we round it up. That is insanely fucking low. And so, like, I think about this in my daily life, you know. I live in the woods of, well, kind of. I live, like, on the border. Those of you from New York know. Like, when you go north of New York City, you start to get into woodsy areas pretty fast. It's not upstate. I can still drive to the city within, like, 45 minutes. But, you know, as soon as you go out of New York State, as even when you're in the top of the Bronx, it starts to get really woodsy uh you know and i live in an area where it's like sort of woodsy but there's all these like expatriates from the Bronx and like you know we have a big homeless population in our woods Like, there's a lot of meth out here. Heroin, really, I think is the big one out here. Like, there's a lot of weirdos out here, you know, which is fine. Love weirdos. I'm a weirdo, too. But, like, I'm scared of walking around the woods by myself. And when I think about this fear I have of walking around the woods by myself, I also think about all of the murders of women and the rapes of women and, like, all of these things that, like, freak me out. And I watch too much crime TV and stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing to yourself? Like, look at the, look at, the percent of people who are actually murdered. 0.0049%. Like, bitch, you are validated in your feelings of fear and sadness. And everyone hates me. And they're going to kill me and murder me, you know. But at the same time, like, look at the actual facts. The percent, the the possibility of me getting murdered by some rando in the fucking woods is insanely, insanely low. Yes, be careful. Yes, be cognizant of your surroundings. But, like... Come on, I feel like we get into these modes where we like are always just like focusing on like these things like the fear, the visceral fear and all of this stuff. And I feel like the same thing kind of happens when you become insanely focused on like everything terrible going around right now, you know, on the one hand, it's totally validated, valid, yes, valid. it's totally valid everything is going to shit there's plenty of good reason to be depressed but it's like i'm thinking right now about like look at all these fucking like eviction moratoriums about to end entire families under the immediate threat of being evicted sent into homeless shelters people are dying of covid in the prisons i am speaking to you from the safety and security of a tiny apartment which yes i could be evicted from hopefully i won't you know i have access to the internet i have access to air conditioning i have access to water like what the fuck do i have to complain about you know i feel like i feel like you have to like slap yourself in the face metaphorically sometimes you know what i'm saying to be like snap the fuck out of it i feel like we all kind of like come into this mode where we like feel sorry for ourselves and it's valid especially as it relates to all these socio-political narratives about economic class about gender disparities racial disparities all these things at the same time it's like look at the fucking statistics and look at the reality you know i'm like the more i think about it i'm like you know what the world fucking sucks it could be 14 it could be it could be 1220 france right now and i could be dying of imagine having a uti in Fran- in medieval france think about that <laughs> i always think about like going back in the past the past seems hella cool but i would not go unless i could bring some sort of antibiotics in case i have a uti you guys ever think about this <laughs> i know you women probably do like i would not uh, imagine having a uti in medieval france <laughs> or medieval anything, or anytime, imagine having a UTI, period, it's, like, the worst pain in the world, and it doesn't go away, you, like, need antibiotics, like, I can't even, I feel sick thinking about all the people that just had UTIs their entire fucking life, like, damn, you know, um, someone said something earlier before I started talking, Nika, Self-care has been commercialized into something cute and marketable so companies can sell products and make them seem more needed than they actually are. That's absolutely true. You know, to speak of capitalism, like I know shit about capitalism. I mean, you know, I'm just getting into political theory, but I, I don't have like a boner for it. I don't know how far I'll go. But, you know, to talk about like capitalism, that's totally true. I mean, we have seen companies just co-op Every narrative imaginable, body positivity, self care, self help, mental wellness, all these nice little things, you know, that seem to represent they pretend to represent some sort of minority viewpoint. Like, oh, we're being subversive. We're going with what the people want. We're, like, counter-opposed to, like, you know, the conservatives and the bigots and all these people. But it's like, do, do do these things even really represent some, like, minority viewpoint anymore? It's fucking everywhere. We got Pepsi out here doing fucking... Remember that commercial with Kylie Jenner? Kendall Jenner? This, the really thin one? Whichever one that is, you know? Like, what? Like, uh, uh, what? this isn't subversive we all know this I'm not saying anything new right now but it's like the same is true for fucking rose petal bathwater and like fucking putting ore- oregano oil on your temples and like eating orange peels <laughs> <laughs> Whatever fucking bullshit you're all doing, reading your birth charts, you know, like it's like this is an industry, you know, and it's really sinister too that, you know, we have people. I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been watching a lot of YouTube, which I need to stop because I feel like I'm getting addicted to YouTube just having it on constantly in the background even when I'm not paying attention. And I've noticed, I've been getting all these like makeup tutorial uh things because the algorithm for YouTube is totally broken. Like I can watch anything and I'll still get like makeup tutorial recommendations even though I don't wear makeup. But like, it'll be like, I guess it's because of like watching like, I don't know, certain socio political things. And then it'll be like talking about like women's equality while I'm beating my face or something. And it'll be like, People talking about like Black Lives Matter, talking about body image and positivity issues and stuff at the same time covering their face with makeup. And I'm like, dude, this is such a scary spectacle because it's like the last one I watched, it was some woman talking about self-hatred. She was talking about how she deals with self-hatred. At the same time, putting all of this makeup on her face, giving herself this full fucking face beat, I think the kids call it. Talking about how she's insecure, how she got over insecurity and all this stuff. It's like, this is so fucking sinister. I mean, like, for one, you're a hypocrite. You're talking about, like, being, like, socially aware and fighting for equality and all this shit. Meanwhile, we're promoting makeup like... Like a fucking, what is that product, Mika, Mika that's in like 90% of uh, of makeup and it's it's literally harvested using child miners in India that are literally dying. They send little kids down into these fucking mines to harvest mica, Mika, whatever. It's the shit that makes the shit shiny, you know, like it's found in so many foundations and uh, the shiny shit, you know. Like, where's that conversation? Like, where are your clothes from? Your clothes are probably from some fucking sweatshop. Like, where's your phone from? Like, when are we going to talk about? And then, of course, people do talk about this. They'll pay lip service in some sort of tweet or something. But do you all ever, do people do anything about it? No. No. And then on top of that, it's just like this spectacle of a woman discussing... How she hates herself or got over how she hates herself while also covering herself with enough makeup that it took like an hour to put on your fucking face. Like, how far gone are we, you know what I'm saying? Like, what about the fact that society expects this from you? Isn't that weird? Isn't that fucking weird? Why, why can't we talk about that? Stop putting makeup on your face. It's such a waste of money and you're exploiting child minors and... And also the fact people expect this of you. I would have no problem with makeup if I didn't feel like it was expected of me. You know what I'm saying? If it was like a thing everybody did once in a while, I don't know, for like to go to the fucking drum circle or wherever the fuck. I don't know. Sure. Like, but like every day people feel the need to wear this every day or your boss will suggest to you like you need to clean up a little bit more. And you know what they mean is you need to put on some makeup, bitch because you're a bitch, so put it on. (gasps) Uh, I'm just all over the place, sorry. What was I talking about? Self-care. I don't know, what do you guys feel about this? I haven't really articulated my thoughts clearly, because I never do, because I don't give a fuck, because fuck it. But it's like, I just feel like this narrative is sinister. And to speak of capitalism, too, you know, what is the mode of capitalism, my peers, my human peers? It's a mode that promotes self-isolation, right? I mean, we are all satisfied by what we are able to acquire as consumers in our immediate life, whether it's makeup, what we can buy on the internet, our Netflix subscriptions, all of these things that we can come and put into our little apartments like fucking pat racks and keep us just satisfied enough that we aren't out in the streets protesting or burning down whatever fucking building to get shit done, you know? We're we're deeply unhappy, we're poor, we're all this, but we're just satisfied enough and also just afraid enough of not having access to what we have access to, to you know go out and actually fight for a better world because what if they don't have avocados out there <laughs> what if they don't have uh what if they don't have my rose petal bathwater? What if they don't have this? I want to watch Netflix. What if they don't, you know? Like, we have just enough that we stay away from our neighbors. We stay away from the general community. And we keep to ourselves. I feel like these self-help narratives kind of prioritize this same sort of mode, you know? Like, self-help is very isolationist, you know? It's this kind of idea that ultimately, if you want to be happier, you can. You just need to focus on yourself, remove yourself from other people isolate yourself be alone take a bath rub shit on your temples (laughs) like self-help self-care like i'm going to remove myself from the world and i'm going to make myself feel better but like isn't this a fucking lie? Like, look at what's going on. Why are we upset? We're not upset because we lack self-care. We're not upset necessarily because of what's happening to my immediate self. I'm fine. I have enough food. I have enough protein shake. I have my internet. I have the air conditioner. So why am I upset? Why Why can all I think about is COVID and uh, racism and sexism and uh, Hegel and whatever? Because of what's going on in the world, you know? Like... Like, so why would self-help or self-care be the answer or the solution? You know what I'm saying? Am I making sense? No. I'm never making sense. This is something else I wanted to say, speaking of making sense. (laughs) Oh, this doesn't make sense. I don't care. It's like, it's like, um, it's like stream of consciousness. Something else I wanted to say, because I caught myself doing this recently. Something we should all really be wary of, if we want to be self critical and self haters, because the only way to improve is to first hate yourself, right? If we want to be self haters and actually improve ourselves, then I think we should really be wary of the phrase, I realized because I realized recently that I was doing this saying, I realized this. This is like how we're always talking about ourselves when it comes to like self-betterment self-care self-help understanding myself you know we're always having revelations like how many times when you're speaking to a friend will you be like talking about a relationship talking about this talking about some facet of your life and then being like and so what I realized was I wasn't happy in my relationship what I realized was all I had to do was this what I realized was I procrastinate and that's my problem what I realized was I've become dependent on drugs and that's my problem what i realized you know what i'm saying we're always having revelations in our day-to-day life and i feel like that's such a fucking farce like what i realized is that if you're having too many realizations you're lying to yourself why does everything have to be this like amazing dramatic uncovering of something i realized holy shit, I realized I had the revelation. Like, what good is your fucking revelation? You're going to have another one tomorrow. It's like having a mini revolution within yourself day after day. But what is a revolution if you have to have a new revolution every fucking week? You know what I'm saying? That's not a revolution at all. A revolution means you have a revolution and shit has been revoluted. (laughs) If you're having a revolution every other fucking week, you're not having a revolution. You're lying to yourself. You're telling yourself you're realizing shit and you're not realizing shit. Okay? <laughs> Woo! It makes me think of the one thing that we were talking about not long ago. Um, about art. And how art has perhaps, perhaps tainted us from a very early age and been deceptive and manipulative and maybe this is part of why we focus on narratives like these self-care self-betterment everything is so individualized of course of course you will naturally, as an individual, be selfish in the sense that yourself exists above all else. The only vehicle you have to access all of the world is yourself. So, of course, yourself will be centered. And there is nothing wrong with selfishness in the broadest sense of the word, you know. But the word is typically used to describe being self-interested to a fault. Self-interested to the point where you can't really see what's going on around you anymore. Um... But, you know, thinking about this, art, what kind of narratives have shaped us from the days we were little? We were talking about this in the other upload, the Feels Bad Bro upload, my depression rant. Or, you know, ever since you're a kid, you're given these stories of princesses and princes and superheroes and greatness and individual worth. And I will be great. I will be the best. If I fight hard enough, I can achieve whatever all of this shit, you know. Which is nice. But how useful is it? How damaging is it, perhaps, to our very own psyches, you know? This is, this is, these kinds of narratives are self-isolating. Ideas of celebrity. What is the usefulness of celebrity? How many historical figures that have actually shaped the trajectory of the fucking world can you list off the top of your fucking head? 20? Max? 30? mechs you know compared to how many people have ever lived in the entire fucking world what is the usefulness of all these self-centered narratives narratives of greatness and this and that you know i think it's all it's all it's all relevant i just realized (laughs) what i realized was art is the fucking problem destroy your local art museum Destroy your local art museum. Woo! What kind of comments we got in here? Let's see. <laughs> Dylan, I thought you just wrote, all narratives are inherently based. Chill, back, chill. All narratives are inherently biased, says Dylan. Absolutely true, right? And look, again, what am I suggesting? Hmm? What's my solution? And what's the problem? Am I even saying there's a problem? I don't know. (laughs) Consciousness was a mistake. Oh, true, true. Yeah, all narratives are biased, even the one that I'm delivering right now. You know, there's no such thing as being objective. And what is the purpose of anything I'm saying, really? Really? I'm being critical of certain self-care narratives. But what am I proposing? I'm proposing basically also something that is supposed to be aspiring towards some general goal of self-care, self-improvement. I'm saying maybe art fucked us up and self-care narratives are a fucking lie. And if you really want to help yourself, you must ignore them, reject them, and burn down your local art museum. You know? So I'm also preaching some self-help bullshit too. I think maybe oh my god I just had a realization oh my god I realized stuff I'm realizing <laughs> maybe centering the self as a thing that can ever be centering the idea that yourself can ever be content or happy period is stupid maybe that's what we should be thinking about you know because it's like okay <laughs> uh this is funny actually i'm thinking about like okay let's say you get uh you're you're sent to guantanamo you get falsely accused or accurately accused of terrorism i think they don't torture people anymore but let's say you you go to guantanamo bay and they're torturing you they're waterboarding you you have no food you know like what do you do in this moment are you going to be like you know what this all sucks but like i'm just going to focus on myself I feel like people do do things like this, right? We see it in movies. Movies, which are the devil and are fucking us up. You know, people will like shave their head and like have a flashback to when they did some like Buddhist monk training, like in the mountains of Thailand for like a year after their parents got murdered by the cartel (laughs) or whatever. Like you'll go back to a flashback and like, I'm going to channel my monk, my Shaolin monk skills and my like self. Myself, introversion skills. I'm gonna withdraw into myself, even though I'm getting waterboarded and tortured and all this shit. I can just like transcend it, because I am nothing. <laughs> I feel nothing. <laughs> At least they're giving you water here, but that's fucking right. Be grateful. That's so funny. But like, okay, where? What I'm asking, where is the line drawn? <laughs> I guess the line isn't drawn anywhere as far as media goes because I can definitely think of a bunch of movies where this kind of a thing happens. Everything is literally going to shit and there's like a flashback to the Shaolin monk training program and you like find how to be strong. <laughs> you would draw into yourself. Is there ever a line where it's like you know what shit's fucked up and I'm just gonna accept that I I don't need to be happy. Being happy seems irrational right now you know. Because it's like what is the function of happiness period It's just this kind of euphoria that hits When something is achieved you know Why are we always chasing this Feeling like sometimes it's completely Uncalled for it seems irrational To try to invoke within myself Feelings of like contentment And pleasure when the world is burning Down around me like what's the fucking point The only point Is that it feels good bra Right Is that a justification And is that helpful to myself if hypothetically i am trying to better myself is it good to try and convince myself to be happy to be content to be joyful when shit sucks (laughs) it seems like i'm lying to myself what do i do what do you think give me an answer is this rational My brothers, my sisters, should we be pursuing feelings of self-contentment and happiness when shit is observably bad? Because what is the function of depression, of unhappiness? This visceral feeling that, you know, many of us feel is physiological in origin. What is the function of PAIN? Touch the burning stove. It's hot. I know now not to touch it. I'm sad because someone's beating me over the head every day. I wake up and they go beat me over the head. I'm sad. Maybe I should not walk that way to school and I won't get beat up over the head, you know? It seems like emotions follow what we empirically observe in the world around us, right? I feel like we all agree on this. So if everything is going to shit, then what is this incredible focus on self-help and contentment and happiness i get it because i do it myself i understand but what i'm trying to interrogate right now is if this is useful to myself or if i am being harmful to myself by creating a narrative now where when things go bad i automatically try to look for the good instead of just addressing and going through the bad maybe this is bad maybe this is part of why we don't do shit and why the world is always going to shit around us and just because it's going to shit a little bit more right now we might feel compelled to go out in the streets but what were we doing a few months ago you know because when everything's bad we just go inside ourselves and look for the good like why why don't we go out and just get rid of the bed, god damn it! <laughs> Time to listen to positive affirmation tapes, this here, You are beautiful. You have a huge dick. You will burn down your local art museum. Art is bad. Art destroyed your self-worth. <laughs> art is trying to kill you. You must kill art first. You are great. You are special. You are nothing. You are gay. You did 9-11. You must burn down your local art museum. You are cool. You have seen every movie released in 2002. You fucking slut zensei says don't buddhists believe desire is the source of discontent or something to that degree you desiring to transcend something means you're already discontent (laughs) but then couldn't you say that buddhists desiring to transcend desire is also discontent shit (laughs) we're not gonna get to the bottom of this one huh not gonna happen. We're all stupid. And we're all so smart at the same time. Because what is stupid if not the absence of smart? That's just dialectics, brah. That's dialectics, okay? Everything is what it be like not. What it not be like is actually what it be like. Like, what? <laughs> the platform of what it be is what it not is. You know what I'm saying? So, that's dialectics. That's that. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Glad you guys got it. All right. Um I'm going to get out of here. Basically, all I wanted to do was encourage you to look in the mirror and say, "You know what? I have given you enough slack, bitch. I have cut you enough slack, okay? You're doing good because you're a lot You're alive in the midst of a global pandemic. You have air conditioning. You have a mic. Look at all I've done for you, self, okay? I've spent enough time being incredibly nice to you, okay? And telling you that everything's okay. I'm gonna stop babying you. You know what? We're in a global pandemic. At least it's not 1220 France. Yes, you can hit me with the, well, why can't we focus on multiple things at one time just because it's not as bad here and a blah, blah, blah. Yeah okay whatever that's so predictable of you shut the fuck up snap the fuck out of it what you need to be focused on is survival stop feeling sad for yourself if you're on the internet right now chances are you have nothing to talk shit about okay you have all types of valid personal problems but like look look guys you want to survive you better keep it together, okay? Imagine I'm Vin Diesel. I'm wearing the fur coat and triple X with no shirt under and the leather pants right after I used a lunch table tray as my skateboard to grind down some sweet rails, okay? And I'm, I am just slapped you in the face and said, Bitch, snap the fuck out of it. You know what's going on? Look around you. Look around you. Shit is fucked up out here, okay? You're doing great because you're still alive. You want to stay alive? You better keep doing whatever the fuck, it doesn't matter if you feel good about it, if you feel shitty about it, you just stay alive, okay? And you wash your fucking filthy fucking hands. Jersey.